Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We'll check in with the former All-Pro defensive end, Marcellus Wiley, coming up in a little bit. Kyler Murray's done for the year. Odell Beckham Jr. is still on the outside looking in as some of these other playoff caliber teams, Cowboys and the Bills, have brought in reinforcements. The Giants signed Carlos Correa. It's a 13-year, $350 million deal, which makes me wonder what Shohei Otani is going to be worth after next season, I maybe I'm on the lighter side with $500 million contract, but I could see Shohei Otani, who's 28, sign a 10-year deal. Well, they're all signing like 11, 12, 13-year deals. They want to be paid into their 40s, and uh, these teams not exactly showing fiscal responsibility here. Yes, Paulie? Just to put in perspective, Carlos Correa last, last year as a hitter, 291 with 22 homers, 64 RBI. Shohei Otani, 273, <laughs> 34 homers, 95 RBI. And the season before, he was even better, Otani. Yeah. And he pitches. I got to give him two contracts. I have to pay him at, like he's two players. But he's even more than that when you, when you factor that in. Maybe he has an agent for the hitter and then an agent for the pitcher there. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at uh, dpshow. We uh, talked a lot of NBA. And uh, I was watching some of the games last night. You had, uh, you know, I'm watching the Pelicans and they're playing the Jazz. And I'm going, okay, everybody's talking about the Pelicans. and They're the team. They might be the team to beat out West. They lost to the Jazz by 21 last night. I don't know what the Jazz are doing. I don't know who the Jazz are. But somehow they have figured out and uh, they played pretty good basketball. Uh, Golden State Warriors got roughed up in Milwaukee. 
Golden State has allowed at least 114 points in all 14 road games this season. And uh, the Lakers last night was watching that. Um, you know, you had a situation where Boston, big lead, lost the big lead. Celtic, or The Lakers had a double-digit lead. They lost that, and then they lost it overtime. There was a moment in the uh, Milwaukee game where Draymond Green had some interaction with a fan, and uh, one of the fan ejected. Here is Draymond after the game. What, what did they say to you? Ah, uh, some threatening stuff to my life. So, you know, um... I was this close to really going back and like diving all the way in, but kind of just went back and told the official. And when I told the official what he said, he's like, oh, he got to get out of here. He got to get out of here. I would have asked him, tell me exactly what was said to you. And I certainly believe what he's saying because it happens more often than you think. All right. Uh, we also talked about the awards, the NBA come out with names attached to their awards, and it kind of came out of nowhere. I think they have the uh, Maurice Podoloff Award that's given out to the team that has the best record, <laughs> like the, the President's Cup in the National Hockey League. The Mo Podoloff? Yeah, but nobody wants to win the President's Cup in the National Hockey League, and I thought, oh, wow, boy, that's incentive. Somebody's going to really want to fight to win the uh, Mo Po uh, trophy there. <laughs> we got the Mo Po. Yeah. And then Michael Jordan got the MVP trophy, even though named after him, even though Kareem has more MVPs than Michael Jordan. I was a little bit bothered by that. But, you know, some of the other ones, like George Mike and Most Improved, I don't know. <laughs> he was always great. I don't know. And maybe just keeping those names sort of in, you know, the vernacular with NBA fans. You know, Jerry West is Mr. Clutch, John Havlicek, sixth man of the year. Uh, defensive Player of the Year, uh, Kim Olajuwon, who I think is the greatest defensive player, aside from Bill Russell, but modern Defensive Player of the Year, uh, Kim Olajuwon. Yes, Paul? Yeah, I don't think there's an award named after Dr. J. Julius Irving. I know this is a little subjective. What about the Dr. J. or Julius Irving Play of the Year? Like the coolest play of the year. Make it like a viral thing where if it's a crossover and someone's ankles get snapped or if it's a dunk and Zion Williamson, but the Julius Irving okay. play, NBA Play of the Year. And make it all social media. I don't think we can have everything sponsored or everything named after. The Granville Waiters, baldest (laughs) sixth man. Bob Ryan, longtime Boston Globe sports columnist and a contributor to Around the Horn, joins us on the program. Bob, thanks for joining us on short notice. What do you make of these uh, new NBA awards? Well, I guess it's all about the the Bucks, and somebody's going to sponsor them, and that's fine. But um, they'll be... You're not going to please. You know this. You never. You can't please them all. You can't please people. You can't get a unanimity of opinion about who's deserving of these awards. I am with you on the Kareem versus Michael thing. No slight to Michael, but when are they going to get around to taking, uh, paying homage to Kareem properly? I think. Yeah. Um, so that'd be good. But that's you know, uh, I, I have a nominee for the defensive award that you know people that quite frankly uh, is a better technical nominee than, than, than a Hakeem Olajuwon, but I can understand why it would be a little bit of a hesitancy to name an award after Dennis Rodman. Um, hmm. So, uh, you know, who frankly is the, uh, arguably a, uh, the best all-around defender the game has ever known, and that 
you know, he'd be able to guard anybody from point guards to centers and, and all that. There's been a few people like that, but he's the best of them all, I think. Um, but he's Dennis Rodman. That's a, he's, a, he's a, you know, a, a, a character, to say the least. Well, that's interesting. Uh, I heard somebody yesterday uh, on air complaining uh, about um, the, the Havlicek uh, name on the Six Man Award. Uh, and that one, of course, you know, I'll fight that one to the death. <laughs> I, I'll fight that one. To the, I, by the way, when John passed a couple of years ago, um, he was, you know, always known as the great six man. And I said it was damning him with faint praise because even as early as his second year in the league, though he was, in fact, not starting games, he was second on that team in minutes played behind Bill Russell. And that, was, that, that remained the case for the whole time he was a six man. Anyway, it's, it, it's you know what? We're talking about it. I think that's that's probably something they like, too. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And some of these names, like George Mikan, okay, people, maybe they'll oh. do some homework there with George Mikan. <laughs> but most improved, he came in averaging, you know, 27 and 15 or something like that. <laughs> he never had no, absolutely no that that's that's preposterous I, I, now then again how would you know how who would we I'd, I'd have to think now that this is that you bring this up I'll have to do some thinking who would be a, a an appropriate person to name that award after who who went the farthest you know from from obscurity to stardom uh, I'll get back to you on that one but I don't have it on the top of my head well, I was thinking the Greek wasn't George Mikan the Greek freak Bob but he's still playing. Yeah, right. Well, okay, right. He did. Uh, I mean, what would the average as a rookie? Yeah, that's true. Um, so, but there's the obviously Mike and is it's just a name. Uh, it's nice to have George Mike and remembered, and uh, you know uh, he could uh, the best uh, nearsighted player of all time. That would be good, you know. You know that you know he played with glasses his yeah. whole career. It was, it was a pre-contact contact, contact lens world that he lived in. So. Anyway, why don't we honor Kareem, though, Bob? I, I know he missed I out know. on social media. He was not lovable. He's the greatest college player of all time. He made it look maybe too easy, but, you know, it, it just feels. No, I, I, uh, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. And, and, and his post career, he has, you know, become a distinguished person. You know, we know he's an intellect. He's, he's an author. He's, 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 he's taken up causes of uh, Native American causes, uh, for example. Uh, he, he's a person. He's a go-to person on a, on, on any social commentary that of the time. Um, and you know, he's, and if you're going to start going in terms of uh, all-time IQs in the in the league, he's, he's going to be in the, in, in the high, 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 high in the list. Uh, and he he never did anything to disgrace the game. He never did. He was never in the in, uh, in the news, in the wrong part of the newspaper that I know of. Uh, and uh, you know, um, I I he he and he was and he. He has the, the greatest signature shot in the history of basketball. The most famous weapon ever, singular weapon, is his, his hook shot. Yeah. What do you think LeBron's reaction was when he learned that the MVP trophy was going to be named after Michael Jordan? Oh, oh I'm sure there's an inherent, obviously, there's an inherent competition there. Uh, uh, and, and, and he's in good, you know, he has a right to. To stick up himself, I'm sure he was saying, "Hey, wait a minute! When, well, I'm, I'm, well, I'm done." But he's not going to catch Michael in total the MVPs. We know that he's not going to do it. So if, if that's the, the, the you know, the, the criteria, he's he, he loses. But he is, you know, I, I count me among those who, when we're talking about the two greatest individual all-around talents in the history of the game, uh, and and as opposed to centers, which is a whole other discussion, um, it, it's Michael LeBron, and 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 I can make a case for either one. 
Yeah, I'm just curious because there is that debate or there's always been that debate. And if you're LeBron, you're like, wait a minute, my career's not over. I'm going to be the all-time leading scorer. I'm going to be up there and assist. I'm going to be up there with all-stars, longevity, you know, all of those things. In totality, LeBron is going to have a better career than Michael Jordan. Except that you and I, and all right, those of us who were around for Michael and, and have seen LeBron, uh, let me tell you this, two, here's the difference in the two and how they got to the the, the pinnacle and in their respective eras. Michael ascended to the NBA mountaintop when he finally learned how to share. And, and he was that the 1987 Michael wasn't making that pass to Steve Kerr. He wasn't making that pass to John Paxson. The 1991 Michael would do those things, and that, that got, got him rings. So he he could have had rings earlier. I, I will argue that LeBron didn't ascend to the mountaintop until he recognized that the, the responsibility of being the best player on the floor and acting accordingly. He bombed out against the, the Mavericks. He did not want the ball. I resisted that, but it's true. I saw him quit against the Celtics in 2010. Um, and and so what I'm getting at, if mm. you're in the foxhole. The guy you want is Michael. Michael is the greatest competitor, and the closest thing to him, 1A to him, is Kobe. And, and LeBron does not enter into that discussion the way the, the, uh, with those other two. Sorry, LeBron, that's the fact. I've been watching the Shaq documentary, and I, I remember at the time when, when they broke up that we would remember what they could have been, not what they did. You know, it's the three-peat is one thing. I mean... It, it's really, I look back on what could have been, not what was. What do you, what do you take away from well, that? Well, at, at the time, I cited, you know, when it was going on, and it was this, the triangle was, was, was you know, Kobe, uh, LeBron, and, and, uh, and uh, excuse me, it's Kobe, Shaq, and Phil. That was the, that was the, the actual triangle that mattered at that point, not, not Tex Winter's offense. Uh, and I sided with, with uh, Shaq in that, in that regard and um, at that time. Hmm. Uh, I, we'll, we'll never know, uh, obviously. They should have stayed together, they would, uh, but they're not the only circumstance of that nature we could cite uh, in, in any sport, but that certainly is one that, that was true. My only, has, my only yeah but on LeBron, I'm excuse me, on Shaq, and, and, and ranking him in the, peer, in the hierarchy of all the all-time players is simply he should have been a better rebounder. I think it's preposterous that that man did not lead the league in rebounds even once. And, and, and rebounding is the number one rule of rebounding is you want the damn ball or don't you? And you start with that. And he was a somewhat indifferent rebounder for far too long in his career. Yeah, that's interesting. But why did the Celtics work when you had Bird and McHale and Parrish and DJ and Ainge? That did jealousy, was jealousy ever part of the equation there? No, I know. I mean, the the thing is that the uh, um, the Lakers were concurrently great at the same time, and the Lakers had the upper hand. They won two out of three times they played in the eighties uh, against them, fair and square. Um, so you know, the Celtics accomplished uh, what what they should have, I think, with, with that group. Maybe uh, you know, um, just just no excuses for for, for eighty five. Uh, uh, there's, uh, there is a yeah, but in '87 they were battered. Uh, Mikhail was playing with a bad foot, and and then they were, their bench was stripped, and and they were nowhere near as good as the Lakers. That they took them to six was a was a miracle. So uh, that was that. But uh, no, I, I don't know where we, you know we, no the Celtics that group no there were there were mutual admiration. There was a, to my knowledge there was no friction uh, of any substance of, of any kind with that group. I enjoyed watching the uh, 20th anniversary around the horn last night, Bob. I know you were there for uh, the maiden yep. voyage. Day and, one. Yeah, who, who would have thought 20 years <laughs> later? 
Right. Well, you know, TV, I mean, it's a remarkable. And, but what, what this, what's interesting about this whole scenario is that you can't discuss Around the Horn without discussing PTI. Around the Horn is a spinoff. It is the most successful spinoff probably in American TV sports history. And, and Baba, the only one that, that, that has really, you know, PTI came on the air in November of 01. I remember in January of 02 watching an, a game on TV at, from the uh, University of Arkansas, and someone was holding up one of those face figures, you know, of, of either Tony or Mike in the, in the, in the stands. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, my God, something's going on out there. You know, this is interesting. <laughs> and it turned out the college audiences were a real staple audience, have been all the time for both shows. But um, that show caught on, and only because it caught on uh, that was there you know, uh, agitation or, or in, in business there to, to try and um, build off it. And, and, and you know, as you know, they are the, the genius, the, the one name that didn't get mentioned I, I don't believe last night was the guiding genius behind both shows. And that's Eric Whiteholm uh, who created all the games and all the formats yep. for both shows. And, and without whose genius, the shows wouldn't be what they are. But ultimately we owe our existence on around the horn to the personalities of Tony and Mike who, who, who made that show popular and, 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 and made it possible for us to have a show. And uh, we, we, so it starts with them. And then secondly, uh, what Tony Reale has done as a host. It's the hardest hosting job, I think, in the history of TV. Think about it. You've got the normal hosting duties of, of banter and having the, the producer and the director in your ear, which uh, these people at home never think about. Then you've got the listen to these commentaries, uh, uh, these things. You, you're playing off it. You're ad-libbing. And you're keeping score with these these levers all at once that's juggling a lot and he makes it seem like it's the easiest stamp job in the world and you know it is not and all hosting jobs i had total respect for but uh that one above all and and tony has been you know just grown up in our eyes as he pointed out last night he was 25 when it started and you know he was not intending to be a, a personality he was a researcher he was going to be a behind the scenes guy and and, and he showed up on PTI at the eleventh hour as as the as the uh, uh, information guy or the guy, and then uh, he became transitioned into the show, and here we are, twenty years later. Who would have thought? Yeah, great to talk to you, Bob. Thanks uh, for joining us. We appreciate it. Oh, it's great to be with you. Thank you. That's Bye-bye. that's Bob Ryan, longtime Boston Globe sports columnist. Yeah, I recommended Tony Reale to the Jeopardy people. I thought when Alex Trebek passed away, you wanted to get somebody younger, smarter. Uh, not, I shouldn't say smarter than Alex, but younger, smart, uh, energetic, look good on camera, likable. Tony Reale would have been my pick to uh, host Jeopardy. I remember when Tony Kornheiser came to the mothership. I can tell you exactly where I was. We're, we're making the turn. Chris Berman's office is on my right on the corner of the building. And Tony is walking with John Walsh, who helped. You know, he was the genius behind SportsCenter. And he, he sees me and he goes, I can't believe they want to put us on TV. This is going to be a failure. This is going to be an epic failure. Nobody wants to hear us two gas bags. And, and Tony always made fun of, you know, he called me golden boy. And I was a talking hairdo. And then, you know, he, he would always make fun of us. And then here he was, him and Wilbon. And I, I, I always think of that, that partnership that he had no idea what others saw in them. And you see, that's what happens. You know, Stephen A. Smith, when he first came in and, and made an impact, 
And then they let him go. Stephen A. used to do the radio show before ours on Fox Sports Radio. Nobody ever talked about him. Zero. And then they brought him back at the mothership, and now look at him. It's got to be in the eye of the beholder of who is going to be good. Why are you good? We see something in you. And whatever management saw in Mike and Tony, it, it's something you can't replicate. And that's why it's been so successful. All right, let me take a break. We'll uh, come back. Marcellus Wiley, the former All-Pro defensive end, will make his weekly pit stop. More phone calls as well. Back after this. Back after this, after I say getrefunds.com, oh, Todd. Yeah, getrefunds.com. Yeah, sometimes I get excited and then I forget I'm still on the radio. I got to do some work here. Get ref- I'm trying to help people get money back, Todd. Especially the holidays. We could all use some money back. Well, if your business has five or more employees and managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000. That's per employee. It's a refund of your taxes, not a loan. You got to get your hands on it. That's where GetRefunds.com comes in handy. Team of tax attorneys, they put together a highly trained, little-known payroll tax refund program, already returned over a billion dollars to businesses, and hopefully they can help you. And they do all the work, no charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. Find out if your business qualifies. First, go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund program, only available for a limited amount of time. GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, answer a few questions, and see if you're eligible. Don't miss out. GetRefunds.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sports, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. We were just talking about spring training, playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball, and I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paula used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium, and I slung Miller Lite. So I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay. But just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer can? Oh, I'd crack of the beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Or phone calls coming up. Stunning design, unmatched intelligence, and a compact ready for anything build. Sometimes exceptional is the rule. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz GLA, member of the unrivaled SUV family, Learn more at MBUSA.com. Marcellus Wiley, part of the Dan Patrick Podcast Network, a weekly show, unique journey around the uh, sports entertainment cultural landscape. It's called More To It with Marcellus Wiley. You can uh, listen wherever you get your podcast. This week, Marcellus talks about Brittany Griner, Andrew Luck, and why Deion Sanders did not buy into the BS. Marcellus also had this to say about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know what's crazy about this? This is exactly what the Bucks signed up for. Mm-hmm. They signed up for this. When uh, Tom Brady misses 11 days of training camp, when Leonard Fournette becomes five net, six net, just big, and then, oh, I ain't that big. Oh, I weigh the same. You try to run that game on people. Like, the, the scale says the same, but let's just say my pants don't fit the same. <laughs> the Buccaneers play the Bengals coming up this weekend. You think this is it for Tom Brady? I don't think this is it just because Tom Brady can't let this be his last hurrah in the NFL with that greatness, that resume, the dynasty, the dynasties uh, he was able to create. You can't end on this note. And I don't think it's just by record or the fact that they may make the playoffs. They won't be a Super Bowl champion team. I think it's the fact that Tom Brady knows that he wasn't all in this year. I think that he doesn't want his resume, his legacy to say, I wasn't as committed at the end as I was throughout my duration of my career. So this is Tom Brady saying, I have to go out there and play my best. And playing my best means full commitment. This year, we haven't seen that. And, okay, you got a divorce, uh, you get your family situated, then maybe that can help him if he wants to play one more year. And, and I still look at Las Vegas. Josh McDaniels, you got Devontae, you got Josh Jacobs, you got defensive, you know, some impact players there. I know it's a tough division, but 
if you see, well, do you see a, a different scenario for Tom? Well, it, it looks like Josh is going to survive this year, despite the up and ups and downs with this team. But more importantly, I, I don't know if Tom Brady is in position to map onto a team to win a Super Bowl. I think you got to be a little more selfish in this moment and think about your legacy. Think about what you want out of the situation. Obviously, that's the ultimate prize, uh, but that's an almost impossible calculation to make. A team that looks ready-made on paper typically is not the team that's going to win the Super Bowl. The intangibles kick in. So if I'm Tom Brady, as much as the narrative is Everywhere he goes, he wins and wins a Super Bowl. The reality is you just don't want to go out on a sour note or a note that is not as committed. We uh, saw Brady throw a couple of interceptions against the Niners. Dre Greenlaw got uh, one of those. And uh, here's Tom Brady talking about the defensive player for the Niners asking for an autograph. It was for me, to be honest. It was complete (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I try to be a gentleman. No, it was actually, he's a, yeah, I mean, look, it was a great play he made. I'm happy he's got the ball. I wish I didn't throw it, but I'm trying to be a good sport because a lot of times I'm not a good sport. I could be a pretty bad sport. And so in the moment when they get me in the right frame, I'm actually a good sport. All right. In your third year, I think you sacked Brett Favre. Mm. Fourth year, yeah. you got Tom Brady. Let's, let's go, let's stay with Brett Favre. Third year player. You sack him. Let's say at the end of the game, you want to get an autograph, football, jersey, <laughs> something. Did, did you ever in. do that? Did you ever ask for an autograph from somebody that you defeated? No, I never did it just because I didn't think it was the time or the place. Uh, we know football is more than just tackling and running around. It's also the mentality. Uh, they're always your opponent into this, the offseason or they're your teammate, right? So I, I, I never bought into that. Obviously, you're a gentleman, handshake, how's the family, respect. But I will give you one where I was a fan, man. Uh, grew up a John Elway fan to the fullest. Uh, Eric Dickerson and John Elway motivated me to play football. And my first game ever in the NFL preseason was in Denver against John Elway. And I just remember looking at him five feet away around the 50-yard line in warm-ups. I'm like, that's not the seven, that's that footlocker. That's actually John Elway right there. And that was as close as I got to a fan, man, and also as close as I got to Sackman that day because I didn't do a damn thing. What do, you, what do you think of what Drake Greenlaw did asking Brady it's a different world. These guys are, they're, they're so immersed in like social media clicks. Uh, everything is just something that they can take viral. And everything now is so personalized. Like I see guys walking from their car to the locker room. And that's a montage video during commercial breaks in the stadium. I'm like, everything they do yeah. is a movie. So Yeah, they're actors now. They're not even just like hardcore, primal, Neanderthal football (laughs) players. They're like in some kind of like third dimensional movie. So, yeah, the the rules are gone. The the way I lived, you have to get off the lawn. Now they all share the same space. He's Marcellus Wiley, the former All-Pro defensive end and host uh, of the uh, podcast More To It, Dan Patrick Podcast Network. On the podcast, you talked about Deion Sanders not buying into the BS. What BS? Oh, uh, the BS is that Deion Sanders has to do something for others before himself. The BS is that 
Deion Sanders has to handcuff him to a situation that is lesser for him just because it's for the culture. When the culture should be for Deion Sanders and promoting his growth to the greatest limit it can go. Um, so the BS is, is something that I think we all have faced in certain facets of our life when maybe it's your surroundings, maybe it's your friend group, when you try to do more. And you remember growing up and you just tell your friends, oh man, I'll see y'all later. Where are you going? I'm going to study. We got a test tomorrow. Oh man. And it was just to improve yourself, but they literally are trying <laughs> to sway you because they want you to be bigger for the group than for yourself. So I'm glad Deion Sanders, who I had full confidence in that this was a stepping stone. Jackson State was a stepping stone to the next, as Colorado will be a stepping stone in success to the next. So I'm just glad he didn't buy into the BS narrative. Could Brock Purdy be an upgraded quarterback for the Niners? Yes. Is, yes. he, is he an upgrade? Not yet. Um, I'll I tell you why. The yes is the talent. The yes is the measurables. The yes is the fact that they believe in him. I'm not sold yet because it's one thing to wake up. Oh, let's start here. It's one thing to get thrown into a game, uh, adrenaline rush, and you're just like, oh, okay, I'm going to just play off instinct. It's another thing to wake up and you're like, okay, I'm the starter going forward. And it's another thing when they hang those Super Bowl expectations on you and it's playoff time and everyone is not just saying, oh, you did well as a fill-in. No, we're counting on you. So last hmm. week was a fill-in responsibility. Now it's going to get in success to where we're counting on you. And so far under Shanahan, only Jimmy G has been the one who has raised his hand and stood tall in those moments. Every other quarterback, look at Shanahan's record with every other quarterback. They faltered in those situations. Were you ever on a team where the backup was better than the starter at quarterback? Yeah. Uh, this is going to hurt because I still see Rob Johnson every now and then, but uh, Doug Flutie was better than Rob Johnson. Um, we had that quarterback civil war in Buffalo. Woo, you're talking about Crips and Bloods. You're talking about dissension. <laughs> you're talking about banging in the locker room. The owner was against Wade Phillips, the head coach. Uh, half the offense was split. Defense was sold on Doug Flutie. And all this time, we couldn't say anything to the media or in public. We just had to say mum's the word. But in reality, we were all sold on Doug Flutie because we had more success. And when he got his opportunity, he showed why we believed in him. But, yeah, that was crazy when you got a guy out there and you're like, mm, we got a better one on the bench, coach. Get with the program. Yeah, if Flutie was around now, then he could make an impact, right? That This oh. would be better, this this system, this scenario, because now we don't go, oh, well, he's only 5'9 or 5'10. Now, he, he was, Flutie was a great player. He was just too soon. He, he was before his time. Oh, yeah, he would have been Kyler Murray, maybe Kyler Murray plus in some situations because Doug Flutie could play the game. He just was stereotyped. He was just looked at, and they just said, we're going to box you in as a guy who can't throw between the tackles and only can run outside to find vision and space. But Doug Flutie, one of the greatest athletes I've ever been around, and I'm talking about all sports, all things, Doug Flutie was a special player but just wasn't given great opportunities. So he always went to the plate, and there were two strikes before he took his first swing, and that's why he didn't get all the flowers he deserved. And she'll like it too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was a beast, man. Talk yeah. about Flutie. I love Flutie Flakes, man. He was a beast. Um, when you have a concussion, do you know you have a concussion? 
When I played, we never said we had concussions. Uh, my first concussion happened when I was eight years old in a swimming pool, dove in three feet, dumb. Uh, my second concussion was falling off a swing, got pushed out of the swing by some gangsters. They're dumb. Um, my, in the NFL, I didn't have any concussions. We said, you got your bell rung. And we didn't even term it a concussion. So I know that I've blacked out before, which I know now is I had a concussion. But all through my 10 years of playing in the NFL, not one time did anyone ever walk up to me. And as I can remember, any of my teammates say, oh, you have a concussion. We know guys got knocked out. It's just the terminology was different. But what happened with the Patriots on Monday night? You know, it's it's, it's interesting when you see – like the players now, there's so many conflicting interests, right? Uh, you have the interests of the player who doesn't want to acknowledge the concussion for obvious reasons, playing time, money, and opportunity. It's the, it's the independent doctor who is trying to tell you from the outside what you are feeling on the inside. It's the team that is obviously wink, wink for the player, but really for the player playing. And all those things are just conflating and conflicting at one time. So it's a crazy situation to always look at. Yeah, but you're supposed to have an independent spotter, correct? Yeah. But he had to be watching another game because you have somebody down, uh, who is it, uh, uh, Jacoby Myers or Devontae yeah. Parker. He's down, and they help him up. And, and then all of a sudden, you're like, he shouldn't be out on the field. But they missed no. it. Now, yeah. you know, if it's a quarterback, we're going to err to the side of caution. And in that situation, they didn't. His teammate had to call timeout. Yeah, it's crazy, you know, because one, there was no other game to watch. So, you know, he was just <laughs> caught up in the sauce, right? And, and more than that, uh, when you're in that position, obviously you need someone to save you from yourself, right? It's, it's why a boxer has a corner man. It's to protect you. Uh, when you can't go out there and when you shouldn't be out there. And in that situation, they missed it because that just shows you that the real motivation is not just players' health. It's it's the bottom line. It's the dollars. Like, we need them out there. Like, you should err on the side of caution so much that that can never happen. Yeah. But it does happen, and it happened with Tua, et cetera. It happens because their heart's not in saving the players fully. And, you know, when you talk big business, you can understand why in that respect. But when you're talking about player safety in one breath, it doesn't make sense. Always great to talk to you. Thank you, Marcellus. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. Marcellus Wiley. The podcast is more to it. And a great reaction to uh, his opinions. Not afraid to talk about uh, sensitive topics. Uh, he'll go where most don't go. More to it with Marcellus Wiley wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, Paul. There, there's some players whose careers were interrupted for different reasons. Doug Flutie, you know, he was in the USFL for a while. Played a little bit for the Bears, a little bit for New England. Had a little success, and then he just wasn't going to start. He went, I think he was like seven years, maybe more, like seven years in the CFL, and was very, very good. He came back to the NFL at age 36, and his first year back. He made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. And he had 20 touchdowns for the Bills. He was really good with the Bills. He was a great player, great talent. And uh, he just, he got labeled. He got labeled. Uh, when you were around Doug and you go, wow, that guy is like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, at, at probably, I'm being generous there. But back then you had to be 6'4". 
Like the only way you could be, you got to be 6'4", you got to have a great arm. Flutie knew how to play the game. He just knew how to play. All right, we'll come back. Last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Aaron. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into 150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You know what I did last summer? I went to Italy, and it was awesome. And you know what I did before that that was even more awesomer? I downloaded the Viator app, and I set up a bunch of great experiences for me and my family to enjoy. Like, we knew we were going to Rome, so I booked a day trip, a walking tour of ancient Rome. It was absolutely fantastic. We were heading up after that to Cinque Terre. I booked a boat cruise for the day, checked out all five villages. It was absolutely gorgeous. Speaking of gorgeous... Uh, the captain of the boat that we were on was an absolute stud. He looked like his abs had been chiseled from the god Jupiter's own stomach. He was just an absolute piece of art. And you know what? If my wife had left me that day, uh, I would have been okay with it. Babe, you know what? You deserve happiness like that. Uh, so, fellas, just a heads up. Uh, check your captains.
Uh, anyway, I digress. Viator is a website and an app where you can book travel experiences uh, like the ones I just described. Uh, they offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries. There's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation and payment options and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use the code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking on the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences, you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Last call for phone calls. What we learned, what's in store tomorrow. Running Smoke is one of our uh, podcasts on the Dan Patrick Show Network, and it's coming to a close. In this week's final episode, NASCAR driver Derek White finishes his fight in court. Here's a clip. Maybe I could beat the government for everybody. This week on Running Smoke, the final episode. The verdict of Derek's case may change the future of Native rights, but it may not benefit everyone. You're ending up with people with a large amount of money willing to risk everybody's rights to protect themselves. They know that if this case doesn't go their way, they got a whole new story to rewrite. They'll have to change everything. Plus, we go ice racing, baby. Running Smoke available on Dan Patrick website or wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to follow, like, and review. And it's been a, a great reaction from the audience with uh, a very, very interesting former NASCAR driver, Derek White. Paulie, you got a, uh, a question to, uh, is it a, a question that's based off of something? It's that... part of this day in sports history. Oh, okay, Jim. okay. I'll run through that briefly. Uh, 1952, the Brooklyn Dodgers signed Sandy Koufax. That worked out all right. 1984, Howard Cosell retired from NFL's Monday Night Football. 86, Dan Marino set an NFL record with a seventh 400-yard game. Okay, uh, two more. Barry Sanders, 97, ran for 100 yards in his 13th consecutive game. Jerry Rice in 98 caught a pass in his 191st consecutive game. And here it is. The Miami Heat debuted in 1988. They won their first game on this date. They had lost their first 17 game. I think this is going to be a tough one. Can anyone name two of the Miami Heat players in 1988-89? Not a lot of star power in this squad. A mishmash of leftovers. Is Glenn Rice on there? No. Udonis Haslam was not on there. <laughs> I had to check. Okay. Yeah, Marv. Ronnie Cycli? Bloop, bloop, bloop. Ronnie Cycli, uh, I think, was maybe in his second year on a Q's. Yeah. Good one. That is by far the most famous person. Okay. Uh, man. A former Nick, as a hint. One guy who went to DePaul, and only I know that. Yeah, Marv. Keith Askins? Keith Askins was not on the team. Oh, man, that's a good oh, guess. Man, I, I may give you a point even though he's not oh, on the team. Wow. I'm going to give you some bench players. All right. Is John Crotty on the team? <laughs> I may give you a point. No. Um, some of the bench players were Pearl Washington, John Ooh. Sunvold. Oh, John Sunvold out of Missouri. Yeah. Pat Cummings, one of my favorite players. Pat Short Cummings out of Cincinnati. No, I, this is Pat Cummings out of DePaul, I think. No, Pat Cummings played for the Cincinnati Bearcats. Terry that's, Cummings. That's right, Terry Cummings. You're right, Pat Cummings, my bad. Yeah. Um, Scott Hastings, Sylvester Gray, Billy Thompson was a starter. Billy Thompson, another, was he uh, Syracuse as well? He, uh, Louisville. 
Oh, Louisville, I got him. Okay. Rory Sparrow, former Nick. Oh, yeah. Grant Long. Grant Long. And Kevin Edwards, a very generic oh, roster. Man. Oh. All right. Know your heat. Know your heat. <laughs> Are you a heat? If you're a, you're, I'm hot or am I heat? I don't know what I am. Am I a jazz? A legendary heat. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What to watch for tonight? Okay. A maniac like you will watch Pistons Hornets. I watched stand. Division Three football yesterday afternoon. Of course you did. Yes, I did. Mount Union or something? Um, Mount Union is waiting for the win. I think it's North Central. Versus Wartburg or something? They beat uh, the crew. Okay. Keep an eye on that. All right. Um, let's see. <laughs> All right, here's the five-star tonight. I think Cavaliers at the Mavericks tonight. All right, I don't like that. You'll watch that. Yeah, of course I will. Uh, what else I have? Ooh, it's not beautiful. Kings, Raptors, Hawks, Magic, Warriors, Pacers. Yeah, that's about it. Right. Not a good college slate either. Uh, Jim in Idaho. Hi, Jim. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Thanks hey, for taking my call. Sure. 6'2", 200. Um, I just had an idea for another most valuable category in your award-nominated show, and that would be most valuable row. Oftentimes it's suck back row, suck the front row, uh, let our viewers, listeners vote on the most valuable row. Ooh, the row of the year. Okay. Um, I would probably have to enact that next year because we already have uh, the voting going on as we speak. Can you imagine finishing third in that one? <laughs> Uh, let me see. Joe in L.A. Hi, Joe. What's on your mind today? Good morning, DP. Hi, bud. Um, great uh, interview with uh, Bob Ryan, and it uh, just brings back such great memories of uh, my Sunday morning ritual of watching the sports reporters with him and uh, Lupica, Mitchell, and, you know, Dick Schaap was awesome, but John Saunders, too, was just great. So thank you very much for that interview. All right. You're welcome, Joe. You know, to be able to talk to Bob, you know, Bob knows the history of the NBA as well, if not better than anybody, and uh, to be covering it. And that's why we wanted to reach out to Bob, because he is, he is the, the ultimate answer when it comes to having seen these players play. And look, I know I, I, I mentioned this, but I'm very proud of being able to go and see these players in person. When I was growing up to see Maravich in person, uh, to see Wilt in person. You know, the only person I didn't get to see in the modern era, if you want to call it, was Bill Russell. But all those other players got an opportunity to see them play. So at least I have a reference point. And when people talk about Oscar Robertson, well, most people didn't see him play in Cincinnati. They saw him maybe as a point guard in Milwaukee where he was a different player with, uh, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Lou Alcindor at the time. But having seen him in Cincinnati, you know, it just gives you better perspective on it. Doesn't mean I have all the answers, but I do have a perspective that most people don't have. Greg in Phoenix joins us. Hi, Greg. What's on your mind today? Uh, most valuable Danette. Oh, okay. Well, he is not the most valuable Danette. Fritzy is Danette Emeritus. Oh, wow. He's the booker. Yeah. He's the booker. No interviews, no content. Oh, okay. I think we could have content without guests, <laughs> but... Uh... Fritzy, you know, he done a great job. Doesn't emeritus mean like retired in some fashion, though? Are you retiring? I wasn't planning on it anytime soon. Oh. I think I still got a good few years uh, oh, okay. left in me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Disappointment. Bummer. Bummer. 
Yeah, Paulie. Emeritus, having retired but allowed to retain their life as an their title as an honor. Mm. Like if you're an emeritus professor, you have like the rights. You can come back and do talks, but you're no longer full time. Right. Like a consultant of some sort. Yeah. So you're not emeritus. Uh, what did you learn today, Todd? Bob Ryan says George Mikan was the best nearsighted player of all time. He always wore glasses in the pre-contact era. Uh, Marvin. Bob Ryan said Shaq should have been a better rebounder. Dan Patrick shot the hell up. Paulie. Just learn what emeritus means. What we learned brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. That's amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Make sure you vote. Got another week before we tabulate everything. Seaton, hope you're feeling better. For Fritzy, Marv, Paulie, yours truly, Spin the Dan Patrick Show. We'll talk to you tomorrow. One more item as we close out this Wednesday show. Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Van. Oh, we have had great experiences with the Sprinter Van. Seaton and the French kid last year went cross-country to the Super Bowl. And when you get in the van, you're doing more than just opening up doors. You're unlocking potential. The potential to do your own thing. Be your own boss. Steer your own success and blaze your own trail. And I said to the French kid and Seaton, you guys can go off the beaten path. It's okay. You don't have to go from point A to point B. You can go A to C to J to K back to B. Whatever you want. Owning a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van lets you live and work and play out your dreams. No matter how far off the beaten path that they take you. 16 body types. Your choice of gas or diesel. Thousands of ways to customize. Now available. All-wheel drive. A Sprinter van capable and versatile enough to help drive your ambitions. Now's the time. Don't wait. Unlock your potential inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.